Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Psalm 7, and before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for the many blessings you bestowed on us. And Lord, I have to just pray for your forgiveness. I know I've been short with people today and just not been exhibiting your your love for them. So Father, I just pray for your forgiveness and I pray for their forgiveness and that you would help me to see them as you see them. I know this year is about growing closer to you and loving you with our whole being and then loving others as ourselves. So I just pray, Lord, that today I would see others as you see them. I pray that I would love you with my whole being, not just intellectually or anything else, but with who I am and what I am. That's the only way I can truly love others as myself. So, Father, I lift up this time. I pray that you give us insights as we read your word. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So today we're in Psalm 7, and basically it's the story of David being accused by Cush, who's a, who's a Benjamite, and, and Cush is pursuing him and wanting to kill him. Now, David is not really good friends with the Benjamites. This is a long-standing issue and challenge that exists because Saul was a Benjamite. And when eventually David became king, the Benjamites weren't happy about that. And they continued to stick with their tribe members, and there was a civil war. And once the civil war was over and David was the king, then the reality is, is the Benjamites still were ticked off and unhappy with them. And it sounds like Cush is pursuing him and threatening to kill him and trying to kill him. And so David has to go, once again, he goes to God. He goes to God for help. And the thing that's really important, or the thing that I always, if you've been following along with me for a while, you know I'm a process person. I like to create processes. So in this example, you have four steps that David follows. <clears throat> and you know, if it was me earlier in my, my walk, I'd be like, oh, okay, I have to, I have to say those four, four issues or take those four steps each time I pray or every time I, want, I need some help from God because someone's accusing me. It's not true. The most important part of all of this is that David knows God and God knows him. They have a relationship and that relationship is close. Close enough that David can say, look, man, I need your help. You know I didn't do this, and if I did, you know, let me die. So what David does, and what someone points out in one of the commentaries, is he says he cries for deliverance. He pleads and he cries for God to help him, to deliver him from this predicament. He also claims his innocence. And since he knows God, he knows God knows. So if he's making a claim and he knows he's lying, he knows God's going to hear it and he's not going to be redeemed. And he's not going to get his help. But then David says and calls down for judgment upon those who are pursuing him and saying these awful things and trying to do these awful things to him. And lastly, he closes with worship. And so if you really think about it, it's, it's the four steps are, you know, Lord, help me 
crying out for help and deliverance. I'm an innocent man or woman or person. And Lord, deliver me this from this and take this person who's doing these bad things, who's trying to harm me, and teach them a lesson not to do this. And lastly, Lord, you're the greatest. I love you. Thank you and worship. So let's go ahead and jump on into Psalm 7, verse 1. Lord my God, I take refuge in you. Save and deliver me from all who pursue me, or they will tear me apart like a lion and rip me to pieces with no one to rescue me. Lord my God, if I have done this and there is guilt on my hands, if I have repaid my ally with evil or without cause have robbed my foe, then let my enemy pursue and overtake me. Let him trample my life to the ground and make me sleep in the dust. So here you have, Lord, deliver me. I'm innocent. If I'm not, let this guy just kill me. Verse 6. Arise, Lord, in your anger. Rise up against the rage of my enemies. Awake, my God, decree justice. Let the assembled people gather around you while you sit enthroned over them on high. Let the Lord judge the peoples. Vindicate me, Lord, according to my righteousness, according to my integrity, O Most High. Bring to an end the violence of the wicked and make the righteous secure. You, the righteous God who probes minds and hearts. My shield is God most high, who saves, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge, a God who displays his wrath every day. If he does not relent, he will sharpen his sword. He will bend and string his bow. He has prepared his deadly weapons. He makes ready his flaming arrows. So here comes the judgment and then the, you know, the consequences of that judgment. Whoever's pregnant with evil conceives trouble and gives birth to dis disillusionment. Whoever digs a hole and scoops it out falls into the pit they have made, or the pit they have made. The trouble they cause recoils on them. Their violence comes down on their heads. I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness. I will sing the praises of the Most High I will sing the praises of the name of the most Lord Most High. So worship. So again, if you look at this, this is a short discussion. Lord, help me. I'm being pursued. I'm unjustly. Accusations are rampant. Help me. I've been there. I'm sure you, you may have too. I'm innocent, Father. And if I'm not, let the consequences be that this person catches me and I accept it. But if not, Lord, teach them. Here's the call for judgment. Bring your judgment down upon them swiftly. And lastly, Lord, you are the greatest. You are the one on most high. I will sing your praises and your name and worship you. So I really think about this. And again, the four steps for me, it's a very interesting piece. But again, the most important element that was highlighted in the various commentaries is that he already knew God. And God knew him. He had a relationship that was very strong with God. Now, David isn't perfect. We all know that. But at the same time, David does have a relationship. You know, I think about my father or I think about my children. And I know my children aren't perfect, but it doesn't keep me from loving them and saving them in anything that they need my help in. It's the same with our, with our Lord and our Savior. It's the same with God. We're still as kids even when we screw up. Even when David screwed up, he knew that he could still turn to God for help. He knew there wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily be con uh, consequence-free, 
but he still knew he could turn to God for help. So with that, let's think about that, about turning to God and turn to him now back in prayer. Father, thank you that we can always seek you out. Even when we've, when we've made a mess of our lives, all those times when I hardened my heart to you and then turned back praying for your mercy and your grace, there were still consequences. I still live some of them. But Lord, I know I have you by my side helping me make it through. And so, Father, I lift up this day. I lift up this time to you and just seek out your, your will, your guidance in my life. I pray for my family and all of our families. This is a tough time in our country, and so many of our family members are struggling. So I pray, Father, for your mercy and your grace to be upon them. May your Holy Spirit dwell with them, and may you be that shield around all of them. Please protect them and keep them safe and keep them from harm's way, Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.